three. I think they heard the three. Oh, God. <laughs> I think let you me, recorded me, that one. Me, oh, God. Should I just leave it in you there? You can just edit it out if you need to. Do I? Do I need to edit that out, though? <laughs> Is it important? Um, it's an adventure with Victor and Daniel. Yes, it is. Um, last week, we went down the rabbit hole of different kinds of fetishes, whether or not they were legal, whether or not they were... Because it was like, what, 46 fetishes you've never heard of? Yeah. And like a lot of them like pissing on people or shitting on someone. That's a thing. That's a thing, You know, like people know about that. There were some we didn't know about. Like I didn't know about the bee stings. I didn't know about... Bee stings I didn't know. Falling down the stairs. (laughs) I was about to say that. (laughs) The fucking... um, It's the... uh, when when they cut off your limbs, that's one. Yeah, that's that one. Really threw me for a loop. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna do a really quick PSA. Unless like that shit was illegal, we didn't look down on it. No, we yeah. might have joked, but p- take it for what it was. We're not trying to kink shame anyone. You of know? course not. No, everybody's got their like. Th- unless their you're kinks. fucking kids. Yeah. Because like. The Huffington Post labeled pedophilia as a fetish, and it's like, le- like definitionally sure. Yeah. But n- I don't a fetish you can deal with. Yeah. Doing something illegal, I don't. I feel very uncomfortable about. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, with fetishes, I mean, don't don't knock it until you try it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Everybody's got their own thing. And I say that because we're gonna. S- this week we're going to be exploring fan fiction and i'm going to say right now i've read a lot of really good fan fiction really yeah there's um there's a guy who did cuphead fan fiction and it was like how each boss in cuphead made their deal with the devil and then how they gain their powers kind of thing oh that's pretty cool yeah like it's sick it's like i it's one of those things where i wish they the developers the, somehow game, put yeah. the lore in there um, I've read a lot of really good Fallout fan fiction. So, and and I think fan fiction gets a bad rap. Yeah. You know, it's like, because they take the funny ones or the bad ones and they say this is what fan fiction is and it's not yeah. at all. It's like looking at the room and saying that's what all movies are like. And yeah. it's like, no, you, there's different levels of this shit, you know? Yeah. Um, that being said, we are going to be doing some pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> So, full disclosure, which one do you want to hear first? Well, read off the names, Mr. Wright. So, we're, we're going to do two today, and then I think we're going to do another what couple next time, maybe, yeah. at, as a possible promo. We got Mrs. Frizzle Gets Crunk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name so much. And uh, <laughs> that's rated like M for mature. Okay. Um, I don't know if fan fiction's had uh, a rating system. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's like Fiction M, I think that's... Yeah, content content suitable. So it's you like know Miss Frizzle things. gets real crunk in that one. Uh, and then we have another erotic fan fiction called Paula Dean's Salty Secret. Oh. Which for some reason is rated T. Oh. <laughs> which means it's okay for... It's soft core t- fan fiction. I've read most of it. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's soft core, but whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, just turn your air conditioner up. You might get a little hot and steamy yeah. and bothered from this stuff. 
Which one do you... Paula Deen's is shorter, but Mrs. Frizzle and Mrs. Frizzle is longer, and it's just strange. Uh, let's go with uh, with Paula Deen, then. Okay. It's short. Um, this one, I think, was semi-serious. Okay. So you, you know? meant, like... They were trying. The, the person who wrote this was actually trying to create a cohesive Something. Story. Yeah. I think so. But it also, you'll see, it also can very well be a troll. Okay. Um, so, also, last thing, full disclosure, I got Paula Dean's Salty Secret from a recommendation on Reddit, and I got Mrs. Frizzle Gets Crunk on a recommendation, recommendation from BuzzFeed. So, just full disclosure, I didn't find these. Paula Deen's Salty Secret by Timey Wimey Wizard Stuff, written for fanfiction.net. It was a hot summer's day in July of 1966, and Paula Deen was hosting her cooking show like she did every Saturday. Wait, every th- ni- 1966? I, th- immediately, I'm confused. I'm confused, too, because Paula Deen lives, lives in the now here in I mean, the 2018. But she's like a grandma now. She is. So, like, the thing is, I can see her being old enough to have a TV show gotcha. in 1966, yeah. like 20 or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how old she is. Ooh, no. That, she's a little younger than that. Yeah. I can see her having that, but she did not. This is... Yeah. I think they're doing this so she looks a bit... You can picture a younger version of her. Gotcha. Okay, so it's more... more Yeah, more visually appealing. And you can tell... <laughs> this is an alternate universe of what happens later on. Yeah. With some of her family members. Yeah, because I, I... What I know about Paula Dean is that she's she's kind of a racist. A little bit. And if this takes place in 1966... Oh, man, I, I am looking forward to all of the racism happening. Like... When you say you say the the racist thing, I remember when that thing came out. Her son Jamie, she he also had a cooking show. Yeah, <laughs> like the week after, they're like Paula Deen's racist. Jamie did an entire episode saying my mama's out of town, so I'm gonna invite my best friend over for dinner, <laughs> and his best friend is some random black dude. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like clear executive producers saying, "No, we can't have this entire family go down." Well, why do you say my mama's out of town? It makes it seem like, oh, you can't <laughs> have black people over, son. That's what it. W- <laughs> I mean, it's like when my parents are out of town, I invite my friends, but the way, yeah. you, the context of what she said it, it was yeah, odd. Yeah, it was. Um, Paula Dean was hosting her cooking show like she did every Saturday. Everything appeared to be normal from the outside, but little did the audience know that before the show, during breaks, and after the show, Paula had a salty secret. Oh, As the lights shut off and Paula could hardly see her kitchen, she turned slowly on her heel and walked back to her dressing room. A long day of filming being surrounded by butter made her shudder. (laughs) (laughs) I love that rhyme there. This guy's got bars. Yeah. He should be opening for Childish Gambino. He should. (laughs) Fuck Vince Staples. No, I can control myself. I have my own butter, she told herself. Wait, wait, is she getting off on the butter? Is that what's making her hot? I'm not going to say. Oh, God. Anticipation flooded her body. The heat radiated off of her quickly and loudly. She made her way down the halls and opened the familiar door. 
Paula needed to get to her fridge. She made the stretch of the tiny room to where the mini fridge sat. (laughs) Opening the door slowly, she moaned softly (laughs) and grabbed the salted butter from the top shelf. (laughs) The salted butter had kick that non-salted couldn't compare to. (laughs) Wait, wait. Don't when you put butter on when you put salt on butter, doesn't it dissolve? Immediately? No, but there's salted butter. There is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just blew my mind. Well, because like, cause I have stuff in the fridge, unsalted butter. Gotcha. And <laughs> if we're getting into cooking terms, because this guy got a little bit into cooking where yeah. it's like, it has a kick. Um, I prefer using unsalted because I don't have to worry about the fucked up well, uh, flavor that's coming from the butter. Gotcha. I can add that through other herbs and shit. Um, a few moments in the microwave later, the butter was the perfect tenderness. Whoa. Oh, man, this story's making... My my dog's going nuts. Yeah, it's making your... Dakota! All right, we gotta get through this. Oh, shit, I lost my place. Oh, like, stall for me for a sec. Okay. Uh. Her jeans and panties were off in no time. With shaky fingers, Paula unwrapped the paper that was keeping her from true pleasure. The couch was her favorite place. It gave the right amount of comfort and po- propped her up in the fashion oh most suitable gonna for this sort of job. Butter. Is she going to stick the stick of butter into her vag? Is if, that what's going to happen? If I am being honest, like the couch for sex is pretty good. Okay. Like, have you ever... Have I ever... Like, fucked on a couch or anything? Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Like, there's not as much room. There's not, but it, you got to work with what you have. Yeah. yeah. It's it's cool. I it's dig cool. it. Yeah. I Spe- just looked at your couch over <laughs> there for some reason. Daniel's getting horny. <laughs> <laughs> this fan fiction. I'm going to write some fan fiction of my own. <laughs> um, and a sort of job. Very little did she mind that this action would give her even more vaginal acne. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She had grown used to this. Very interesting names were given to each one. Yo, okay. What do you mean each one? I'm assuming each pimple and shit. What the fuck? Paula Dean's a freak. She's a freak, yeah. But the immense passion she felt for butter surpassed the very reasons that told her not to do such immoral things. Did you ever watch Paula Deen's shit before she no. like it was all about butter. Okay. If I'm being honest. Like cause my aunt, I think, was like at one of her conventions or whatever when yeah. she was speaking. And someone said, How do you respond to people saying your food's like super unhealthy? And she says, Honey, I'm your cook, not your doctor. So like all her shit was like hardcore southern cooking gotcha so i get where this guy's coming so from like clog your artery arteries dude fried it was breaded like food network had a joke like when christmas was around yeah paula dean was making a snowman and like stuck a stick of butter <laughs> as the nose so i think this person who wrote this is is it, it's like this is like a parody they know it's a yeah. Trolling. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah it's a trolling yeah. yeah she would sit there on the floor and caress the salty stick of butter dying inside waiting for the right moment to put it in carefully she slid the stick of butter as high up as it would go into her privates and <laughs> why i mean you're already why he put putting pri- a stick of butter up the up the 
up the badge. See, you just say it. Just th- say it. Don't say privates. That's the fucked up thing about this rating system is I'm sure the rating is solely based on, like, on language. swear words. Yeah. And since this guy doesn't have swear words, it's okay as a PG-13 rating, even though it's, like, a very graphic yeah. shit. It's like a PG-13 open mic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can say, like, whatever you want, say whatever debauchery you want to share. Just don't don't say fuck or shit or any of that. Yeah, you can explain very sexual things very sexual without things. saying. Yeah. Uh, a very audible groan escaped her lips. Paula did bit, fuck me, Paula bit down on her lip. No one can discover her secret. She squeezed her eyes shut and parted her lips. She moved it. She moved it in up and. Fuck, she moved it in up and down motions, side to side, wash machine style. <laughs> the speed of the butter running throughout her in- running throughout her increased, and she wanted to scream. It made her feel so alive. Her insides were tearing. She tried to <laughs> from a stick of butter. I would imagine this thing would dissolve in her. But I'm ass- no, I'm assuming it's like butterflies kind of thing. Gotcha. You okay. know, she tried to stay as silent as possible. But once she reached her climax, there was no hiding her pleasure. Filled sounds. Okay, filled sounds. She is one word, but I'm assuming it's a typo. Her pleasure filled sounds. She was throbbing and about ready to climax. One more in and out. And Paula let out the loudest groan yet. (laughs) Again, how is this? How is this? How is this teen? This isn't teen. This is very. I would say this is A for adult. Teen for thirteen years old. I don't think their climax. You have to like know what a climax is. is. Yeah. I think with the with the with the words vaginal acne, yeah, that's let a, that's that's grounds for an M rating. You see, no, but like you can say on radio, you could say like penis and vagina because it's anatomically correct. Yeah, I said penis and vagina a lot on <laughs> on my radio show, so I know. Yeah, I'm gonna burp real quick. No, I'm not. She made <laughs> she made a mental note to buy this brand of butter again. The pulse in her vagina was slowly slowing down and Paula was finishing up. Suddenly, there was a knock on the door. The sound fluttered across the room and straight in her ears. Oh, butter shit cakes, she thought. <laughs> <laughs> She's obsessed with butter, bro. Paula scrambled to pull out the butter, but it as it's but it as it slid out, there was a squelching noise, and butter mixed with vaginal fluids splattered the walls. Uh, yeah, it, it's <laughs> very she, graphic. Does she bake a cake with this afterward? Can can I add to this <laughs> fan fiction? Well, I don't think you're gonna. Ex- I don't think you're you're gonna guess what's gonna happen. Okay, next. let's hear it. She looked in horror. Then her attention turned to her pants lying on the ground, just as Paula lunged for them. Her son Jamie waltzed through the door and got a complete shot of his mother's birthing hole. Uh. Mom, what? Oh my god! <laughs> Jamie yelled in terror and shielded his eyes. I'm so sorry, one sec. No, no, it's okay. He broke her off. Odd phrasing. She was speechless and confused. Jamie continued. I like to masturbate with butter too. Uh. Does this go all incesty on on us? Is that the is that the 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 route this is taken? 
Jamie confessed. Paula was speechless. One night when I was little, after Dad had left, I heard this awful suction noise coming from your room. (laughs) Paula blushed. I cracked open the door and saw your hand going up and down and the butter wrapper. I decided to try it and became addicted. Uh, This is like, if I'm being honest, (laughs) the way this guy is describing it, there's a small part of me that wants to try this. Uh, you, okay, okay, explain. No, it's just like if everyone, if you see your mom doing this and that convinces you to try it out and then you become addicted. Yeah. That's like some, it's like, it's like when you don't like pecan pie. Yeah. And then you eat a really good pecan pie. Yeah. And you're like, I like pecan pie now. You know what I mean? Gotcha. That's yeah. what. That's where I'm going with that. Okay. I don't know. How does he do it? Does he just like I've slather no his hand up in like with with butter and? That's a th- it's Does like he shove it up his butt? I'm assuming it's like a lube. It's I'm like assuming. A, okay. You know, like you ever with cream? With cream? Yeah. No, like, like like I've done it with cottage cheese and. Have you? And fraught? No, I haven't. I've, okay, that's <laughs> like. Me too. Me too. Real quick, like real quick story. I think I told you this when I was in middle school. I had a friend talking to another one of my friends, yeah. and the second friend's like, "Hey, man, you ever you ever taste your own cum?" Or <laughs> friend's like, "What? No, you." My friends, my other friend's like, "Oh yeah, no, no, me neither." <laughs> like I totally taste his cum. Nah, dog, you don't get to back away from that one. <laughs> <laughs> he took shots of cum. <laughs> hey, man, it's protein, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep you keep you hydrated. Keep you hydrated. Keep you keep you lean. I cracked open the door and saw your. Oh, I already read that. I decided it became addicted. Paula was still sitting there, pantsless, speechless, and proud. <laughs> <laughs> proud that she had taught her son so well without even knowing it. <laughs> But what's that on the wall? He walked over and dragged his index finger down the mysterious substance. Jamie stuck his finger in his mouth and considered. (laughs) And considered. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. You have to consider something. You You don't just consider. Yeah. Hmm. Butter and a hint of something else. Someone's been having some fun. He shed his clothes, and the love affair continued. No. But as a double date. No. Why? This thing, this listening to this has taken years off of my life, Victor. Yeah. What was that? Well, yeah. Where was the racism? When did this come out? 2012? This came out on June 18th, 2012. Oh, okay, so this was before the racism. I th- I don't remember when the racism happened. I don't remember when the racism happened either. Like, I want to say I was in high school, but I don't remember what was, grade that was. It was kind of recent. It was like maybe like, what, three years ago, four years ago? Uh, stall for a sec. Paula this Dean. This is fucking crazy. Whoever... You see, now everything that I... Everything that is popping up is Paula Dean's salty secret because of my... Because uh, of your... Yeah, that's in your search history forever. Because of my search results, yeah. Paula Dean racism. The NSA is all like, what is up with Victor Wright? He must really like... Yo, check this dude out. Okay, um, here's the racist Paula Dean 
deposition transcript from 2013. Okay. So, like, that's the first thing I see on eater.com. Like, but delish.com is still doing, like, a complete timeline of Paula Deen's. Gotcha. I think that I, I want to say it's around 2013. So, this was around that time or yeah. right before it. Maybe, like, when, like, it broke out or something, yeah. somebody yeah. decided to... To to type up that masterpiece, <laughs> that uh that work of art that was um Paula what was it called? Uh, Paula Dean's Salty Secret by Timey Wimey Wizard Stuff. So Paula Dean's Salty Secret was that she masturbated to butter. With butter. And I think the secret morphed into oh. buttery incest. Sorry, uh real quick. Um the uh the subtitle or the you know the the line that gets you into the movie yeah paula has a secret up somewhere that isn't her sleeve <laughs> uh and this is this is under the fantasy slash humor section okay of fan fiction so it's like there's if i'm being there's a sense of charm that he's like not taking it too seriously yeah you yeah, know? yeah yeah i appreciate that uh this next one mrs frizzle gets crunk <laughs> is there an appearance by Lil John? Yeah. No. Arnold gets in a bus accident, and the class takes a trip to a Lil Wayne concert. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what you, where you go to after a bus accident. So this is about three times as long as Paula Deen's Salty Secret. Okay. And this will this will like this will take us to the end of the show. I think. All right. Um. Mrs. Frizzle gets crunk by. No wind for this hole. Rated fiction M, under the English slash roman English romance slash angst. Okay. Area again. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out there. I think it's a troll. All right. And you're gonna see pretty soon, like in the first paragraph, why. No, this is. Uh, I believe this is the pilot to the, uh, <laughs> the, the new, new series. The new series with uh, what Kate McKinnon. Yes. <laughs> I. I'm going to start off by saying real quick, I do a, whether it's a troll or not, I appreciate how much he hates the character Arnold. <laughs> Arnold is a, is a nerdy guy with He's glasses. The, with right? glasses and red hair. And then he has a cousin who's a bitch, right? I don't, I don't remember much from Magic School. I remember there was one episode of Magic School Bus that scared the fuck out of me as a kid. <laughs> it was when they went to Pluto and Arnold had a fit and he took his space helmet off oh god and his like his head froze like it became an icicle wow yeah it's scary that is what happens in space basically your body uh freezes and it turns into space jerky yeah it doesn't it doesn't explode yeah because of the pressure it just freezes yeah um arnold was 30 minutes late to school and for good reason the bus he took which generally got him there was in an awful accident the bus driver was launched out of his seat after hitting a group of babies in the middle <laughs> of the road. <laughs> Cause that, yeah, that's what would launch you out of a bus, out a of group a of bus, babies. Yeah. yeah, that's like a brick wall. You just get a bunch of babies together. It's like going through cinder block. Yeah. And all the students, except Arnold, who was busy being pissed off in the corner with a trash can over his head. Oh, why, is felt trash can? <laughs> why is that a thing? Who put it there? I have so many questions already. Fell victim to the toxic gases released from the babies upon impact. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is 
100% a troll account yeah. off of that first sentence, but I so appreciate the imagination that goes into this. Yes. Um, he had hastily rolled out of the back, hoping to get hit by a car. He didn't get hit by a car, and thus had to walk the treacherous three yards to the school door. He took the trash can off. When he... <laughs> When he got inside, he was immediately taken aback by the pungent smell of fresh doobie. <laughs> Wait, doobie? Miss Frizz- Mrs. Frizzle was blazing it in her room. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me because I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, I, I, okay, I have a theory about yeah. the Magic School Bus, the cartoon series. Yeah. Never happened. Um, all that was going on was Miss Frizzle was getting fucking baked fucking baked she was getting everybody baked yeah they hallucinated all these things and there should be a series finale where she gets arrested yeah. well i mean i think, I think like you gotta do be be on acid or shrooms for that kind of shit oh yeah because have you ever hallucinated from pot um no i've gotten paranoid and thought there was something but i've never seen things because i've of- i i've actually i i exp- went when I was on pot, I had both <laughs> a. Uh, it was all the same night too. I had a panic attack, my first panic attack. Okay. And I also fainted for the first time. Oh shit! So I, uh, what happened was, um, I was at my house one yeah. night, and I was baked. Uh, I was a little too baked. Were you by yourself? Uh, I was uh home with my brother. Okay. But okay. it was he was asleep. It was it was late. So uh, essentially by yourself. Yeah, essentially by myself, and I was uh I was in my kitchen eating some cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. Uh, yummy, yummy. And uh, <laughs> I had noticed that uh, my dog had uh, thrown up all of her food. Okay. And including her medication. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, shit. And it, that kind of stressed me out because my dog is is sick, and uh, she's she's old and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know how much time she has left. And yeah. for me, my dog right now in my life is is sort of a sort uh, sort of like a she stresses me out a little bit because well, yeah yeah. Cause like she's she's getting older in the years and shit. That's and how my dog was before she died. Yeah. Yeah, and that started to stress me out. Yeah. I'm like, oh god. Like I, if I wasn't, if I was sober, I wouldn't have thought anything about it. I'm like, she coughs. It's like whatever. It's yeah. She'll just eat in the morning. But I started thinking more about it, more about it, more about it. I'm like, oh no, uh, she's gonna die eventually. That's gonna suck. Uh, and then yeah. and then all of the negative thoughts started like compounding on each other. Everything that had been stressing me out. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, you. I've had moments where I've like almost gone into a panic attack mm-hmm. and almost fainted, but usually I've tried to get myself out of it. Usually by breathing or like focusing on one thing that really helps for some reason, yeah. like a noise or something, a sound, a consistent sound. And I was trying to do all of that, but it was not happening. Yeah, like my body was all like, "No, motherfucker, this is happening. You're gonna have a panic attack and you're gonna faint, and there's nothing you can do about it." Yeah. So I put the cereal down. I try to make it to my room so I can um uh like lie on my bed yeah. and like be lying down when it happens. I didn't make it. I uh fell over in falling over. The my room is is right next to my brother's room. Mm-hmm. And when I fell over, I swung open his door and just boom, just like landed on the floor and woke his ass up. Oh fuck. And he was very scared. Freaked him out, yeah. Freaked him the fuck out. Ruined his night. <laughs> And uh, I had to explain to him, like, oh, I uh, I got really high, and I had a panic attack, and I fainted. And he was all like, oh, 
At you know. first, I th- he thought like I was dying. Yeah. And then I hit the ground pretty hard, and then he thought I had a concussion. Yeah. And then I was still a little high, so I'm like, oh, what if I do have a concussion? <laughs> but it was it was an interesting night. It was. See, I'm nervous because like tonight, I I think I'm gonna be smoking. Oh. Well, because I'm going to an Immortal Technique concert. Yeah. You're really excited about that. I'm super excited. Yeah. But like Immortal Technique, if you haven't listened to him. He like he raps about the shit he saw in South America when he was in the military. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to be like Immortal Technique is they they have that song about that one dude who's high and rapes his mom and then jumps off the building, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't think it was his mom. Or I don't think he raped he raped a girl he raped and his mom girl. was there to see it. Okay. And then he's like fuck I I've disappointed my mom. Yeah. So then he kills himself. Yeah. So it's like that's. I don't know what my <laughs> friends are gonna be. You're, because I like I'm doing my research. I, I'm not big into Immortal Technique. Yeah. So I'm like doing my research, listening to his shit before I go. Um, yeah, just, stuff is not fun listening. Yeah. You know, it's kind of dark. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. But it's not something we're like. Rawr. It's not like when Boogie from Brockhampton <laughs> comes on. <isn't> <laughs> <laughs> I want to go see those guys in Long. They came to Long Beach, and I want to go see them, and they were really what good. What was this? This was uh, the Agenda Festival. Uh, it, was, um, it was uh, last month, June 30th. Oh, shit. Oh, so they were like, they were like Brockhampton. Yeah. It was so, like, they were walking the grounds, too, like, because yeah. there was a bunch of food trucks. Yeah. Like, and I was like, this close to like like a good two feet away from like Kevin Abstract yeah. and everybody. Oh, that's dope. And it was just so that's weird. That's super cool. Yeah. Because my friend saw Brockhampton without knowing who Brockhampton was. He said he was about to pass out because he was like drunk without water. Yeah. And then Boogie came on and like everyone started moshing around him <laughs> and he almost died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was cool. It was nice. It was, I had like, because I went there and I, again, I got, I got pretty baked. Yeah. And it was sort of like a fear and loathing experience for me. Yeah. Because I noticed that I went with Tyler, mm-hmm. and um, everyone there was just considerably younger than us. Not super younger than us, yeah. But they were—you v- could tell that some of these people were in high school. Oh, for sure. And it was like they all looked the same. <laughs> like they all sort of looked like people from Brockhampton, like wearing yeah. these like oversized shirts and dickies and shit. You yeah. know, like it's so weird. It was—it was strange. I felt out of place, mm-hmm. and it was. Um, yeah, it was just an experience. So that's why I don't feel worried about Immortal Technique because he's like a little old school. Yeah. He's like still recent, but he's like in the style of old school shit. Yeah. Uh, you know who else went to a concert? Who? Mrs. Frizzle. All right. <laughs> so Mrs. Frizzle was blazing it in her room. <laughs> All the other students were screaming in agony as she had forgotten to let them out of the school building for the past three days. <laughs> <laughs> locking them in without f- food or water the entire time. It was a good thing Arnold was dismissed early last Friday. I'm not sure that's how f- schools work. The teacher isn't like, yeah, stay in, like you don't get to go home. Yeah. He opened the door and the entire class weakly fell onto the ground and began to crawl to the nearest water fountain, groaning like a bunch of very irritated zombies. <laughs> Arnold sighed and stared at the asses of the meek children <laughs> Why the sprawled across the floor <laughs> of the meek children. He rolled his eyes and walked into the room. The marijuana odor emanated, emanating from the northwest corner of it. 
Mrs. Frizzle was staring blankly at the ceiling. Sorry I'm so late to class, Mrs. Frizzle. The bus got in an accident. (laughs) Mrs. Frizzle did not reply. Arnold... (laughs) Arnold looked down to the bottom of the Frizz's dress and saw a very familiar tail poking out of it, swishing back and forth. Oh, it's the iguana. (laughs) Oh, that's just gross. Oh... Oh, is the iguana going down on Miss Frizzle? Is that what's going on? That's fucking nasty. <laughs> Who do you think made that decision, the iguana or Mrs. Frizzle? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's a chameleon. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. Cause a chameleon, like, so it's got a sticky tongue. He's able to move, like, he's oh. able to blend in with shit. Miss Frizzle's got a sticky clit. <laughs> She's got a sticky clit. After about 50 more minutes of the curly-haired reject and his teacher... (laughs) (laughs) This guy does not like Arnold. I love how much he hates Arnold. (laughs) And his teacher having a bit of a staring contest. The students piled back in the classroom, looking healthier than ever. What what, a fucking... A sip from a water fountain to save them. (laughs) They had roasted the lunch ladies in the oven in the middle of the science wing. What the fuck? Nobody even noticed. They fell back into their regular seats and attentively looked at their mentor, silent. Like, they murdered lunch ladies and ate them and no one even noticed. Nobody even batted an eye. Arnold, if you don't get back to your seat in three seconds, I'm going to literally tear your eyes out of their (laughs) sockets. It's what it's like almost 3000 words of just <laughs> shitting on Arnold. <laughs> Arnold, completely forgetting the sound of his teacher's voice over the past several days, turned around to find the source of the horrendously scratching noise that vaguely resembled human speech. It was a full 23 seconds before he realized that it was probably Frizzle, and he ran to his seat. He was able to do this in more than three seconds because Frizzle was too buzzed to even move correctly. The tearing out of his eyes ended up just being her slowly moving her hand to the left. (laughs) (laughs) I have been, I've been in that situation before. I'm like, yeah. She grabbed her whiskey bottle and dangled it haphazardly from her fingertips. Uh, Listen here, you little shits. Today we're going to learn how to get crunk. (laughs) There was a confused murmur amongst the crowd, probably because none of them had ever heard of the word crunk before, except D.A. Which one's D.A.? I don't, I don't know. know. Is uh, It's it's the letter D and the letter A. D.A.? Yeah. I know D.W., but that's Arnold. That's uh, Arthur. Ar- yeah, Arthur. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck's a crunk, Ralphie asked. <laughs> <laughs> D.A., in her bitchy know-it-all fashion, (laughs) turned around to face him and slammed her leg on his desk, getting mud all over the poor child's face before before wailing the definition at him. Everybody unanimously understood with a reassuring, huh. (laughs) (laughs) That's, huh. Okay. (laughs) Mrs. Frizzle took a long swig of her booze. Good job, D.A., now get your foot off my fucking desk before I break this bottle over <laughs> your head. <laughs> I have to pay for those, you know. DA took her foot off the off of the now slimy desk, whimpering and returning to her rightful seat. Okay. <laughs> Real quick, this next paragraph is going to get 
pretty racist. Okay. Like out of nowhere racist. <laughs> I'm not saying this. Miss Frizzle is. Mrs. Frizzle is. Yes. Okay. I bought us eight tickets to the Lil Wayne concert next to the school. Next to the school. Okay. Since there's only eight and Liz counts as a person. <laughs> that leaves six of you to come with me and two of you to stay. <laughs> Arnold, you can keep your ass glued to the chair because I'm sure as hell not going to take your unenthusiastic attitude to Wheezy's perfect stage. This is where it gets racist. Wanda, you're too Asian to understand. <laughs> you're too Asian to understand anything he's going to say. Sound good? <laughs> Out of fucking nowhere, my dog's about to bark. She doesn't agree with the racism. Nah. The class was undecided. If you all come, I'll kill... uh, If you all come, I'll kill Arnold when we get back. (laughs) (laughs) I really... Where does this hatred for Arnold... I don't know. Maybe... Okay, I have a theory. Maybe the writer identifies with Arnold. It, I've had that. I've yeah. seen characters that I see in myself. Hey, Mom, in the Magic School Bus, which one is <laughs> D.A.? Do you remember that character? But, like, they're all little boys or little girls. Here, let me look it up. Look you, it up for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I love the Magic School Bus, too. If you like the Magic School Bus, <laughs> either... You'll love this fantasy. <laughs> stop listening. Um... Yeah, but yeah. I, I really think that the writer identifies with Arnold, and maybe the writer just has major self self loathing going on. Yeah, he doesn't. He does not like. Maybe this fan fiction is his cry for help. It might be, yeah, because he's. I've had that before, where We're, it's like, oh, the nerdy kid. Yeah, is uh. I identify with that, and therefore I hate it. Oh, I know who DA is. Let me see it. Dorothy Ann, the blonde chick with the pigtails. That one. Okay. There yeah. we go. <laughs> I bet everybody's like screaming at us like, you don't know who DA is? All the two people who are listening. <laughs> hey, you know how many people listen to the podcast, the first one? How many? 12 people. Are you serious? Yeah. That's kind of a lot for yeah. one, like the first one. Yeah. We got fans. We got fans, Dakota. Is this Dakota? Yeah. Uh, No, that one's Nuve. Hi, Nuve. We Dak- got fans, Nuve. Dakota would not <laughs> come up to you. <laughs> anyway. Whoa, I lost my place. If you all come, I'll kill Arnold when we get back. <laughs> <laughs> the bus was filled within seconds. So <laughs> Why does he Arnold die? I just love how much he hates Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> See you bitches later. Frizzle smashed the bottle on the front of the car, pieces flying everywhere. The bus ran over a good amount of pieces, and the two front tires completely popped. Mrs. Frizzle, in her drunken, drunken stupor, just kept on driving the bus. Her foot pushed fully down on the gas pedal, and her other foot nonchalantly controlling the steering wheel. Why was she using both? As the concert was literally only one block away... The class was there in only two hours. (laughs) 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 And they filed out the bus silently. Again, there's a lot of questions I have about the world 
of the magic school bus in this guy's eyes. It was two blocks away. One block. One block. Literally only one block. And why did... Okay, it's the magic school bus. If if your tires get popped, it could fly. It could grow wings and fly over there. And not just that, but the school bus was sentient. Like, wouldn't that... It's like if you broke your leg and then just... Someone forced you to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I think, okay, this is where the, the only criticism I have with this writer, right? He is not doing the magic school bus due diligence, all right? The magic school bus is a character on its own. And it's very much, it has eyes, it's got a personality. Yeah. I'm seeing none of that in this fanfic. Yeah. It's all about Miss Frizzle and uh, yeah. Liz. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Blazing it up. So, like,. I only read this far last <laughs> night. The rest is also <laughs> going to be new to me. But at, but at the school, Wanda and Arnold were watching the clock go by, counting the minutes until Arnold's final demise. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold was an emotional wreck and was sobbing uncontrollably while Wanda was pooping in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> why she's, doesn't pooping al- she's pooping all the lunch ladies that she ate. Yeah, but also, why doesn't Arnold just leave? Yeah. Like, how much power does Mrs. Frizzle have over these people? Again, dude, it's this writer, man. He really hates himself. Yeah. Wanda, eventually walking out after hearing the crying, bringing with her a semi-soiled toilet paper roll to help sop up his tears. Her pants weren't on, but Arnold wasn't wearing any glasses, so she figured he wouldn't notice. (laughs) This is is getting odd. This is getting odd. I I thought the baby's... Yeah. Dying in the beginning was strange. Where when does little Wayne come in? I want little Wayne to come in. Like should I skip this part? Yeah, let's get to the concert. Okay. Let's get to where they if if they ever get there. <laughs> yeah, cuz like this this next part is weird. Arnold, give me one uh can you stall yeah, the time yeah, for a second? Yeah, yeah. I uh yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. At the concert, Mrs. Frizzle handed out the tickets. You lose the you lose these and you're not getting back on this bus. Are we clear? She kicked the bus to prove her point. <laughs> the bus did nothing because it was a bus. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I said, the bus is alive. It's a magic. S- this guy does not know what he's this talking guy does, about. Like with the Paula Deen's butter thing. He, yeah. He knew the lore of what Paula Deen was. Yeah. He knew what made Paula Deen Paula Deen. This guy does not understand the lore of the magic. The name of the cartoon is The Magic School Bus. This is like a Christopher Nolan (laughs) (laughs) Batman, which is all realistic and shit, you know? Uh, (laughs) Because it was a bus. Fuck this. You're all boring. I'm going to go get me some crack. (laughs) (laughs) Phoebe, come on. I need your lunch money. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Frizzle went from like a murderer to just a schoolyard bully Phoebe was dragged along by the torso at my old school we never learned how to get crunk Phoebe, if you say that goddamn punchline one more time, <laughs> I'm going to turn your ass into gelatin. <laughs> I've got the vaccine right here. The vaccine for what? To turn someone into gelatin. That's not a that's it's not a vaccine though. It's like a like a magic potion. I'm God. Like, uh, this guy. 
He's frustrating me. He's frustrating me with his, with his fan fiction. Phoebe quit complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Tim was having trouble finding a seat in the packed stadium. Where there looked like an empty seat, there always ended up being a shattered beer bottle <laughs> disposed of babies. Or worse, <laughs> porn. <laughs> What? Okay. <laughs> Porn is, is worse than disposed of babies baby. and shattered beard bottles. That is <laughs> Um. Again, it's going to get unexpectedly racist. Fun. He decided to plop his big black butt on the <laughs> stairs <laughs> to the food vendors. Sometimes they dropped a French fry or two so he could scrounge for food without looking like a, without looking like a deranged homeless woman. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so weird. About 30 minutes into the concert, people started getting restless. Their precious Wheezy was nowhere to be found. What? How the fuck are you 30 minutes into a concert yeah. if like the concert hasn't started? Who's opening? For we like who's opening? When did the gates open? Yeah. When did like because like gates opening? Because my Immortal Technique concert gates open at eight. Yeah. But the thing starts at nine, so yeah. I'm getting there at like eight forty or something. Their precious Wheezy was nowhere to be found, and all the clean water had been gulped down already. For Phoebe, however, this was not a problem. Phoebe had spent her twenty dollars not on lunch, <laughs> not on crack, but for some cracked moldy cookies that were dripping with liquid. At this point, she was so famished that when she saw the liquid dripping off of the cookies, she just forked over the 20 right then and there. It was only 20 more minutes before she realized just what that liquid was. <laughs> oh. She was tripping balls by that time. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Frizzle bursted out of the porta potty with an old Mexican man. <laughs> <laughs> Lower parts of her dress torn and covered in fecal matter. Phoebe saw three Mrs. Frizzles with guns <laughs> and colored like the American flag and ran off sideways because the world was spinning. <laughs> she didn't get far before flipping over face first into the crowd. This... I thought... I skimmed through it. Mrs. Frizzle is married in this world. But she's not in the cartoon. She's she's, she's Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. Right, yeah. Yeah. Who who's she married to in this one? Do they say? Or? They say like they say the husband might be dead. Okay. So because there's like there's a very small subplot of Arnold being into Mrs. Frizzle. Oh. Because she intimidates him. Okay. Yeah. Ralphie, Liz, D. A. and Carlos found themselves near the front of the stadium. The speakers were broken, loose wires dangling from the ceiling, and a high pitched squeal was the only thing they could hear other than their own voices. Liz sat on Ralph's fat lap, <laughs> settling herself in his meaty mounds. Uh, How does... What? What? I don't even know what that means. What is meaty mounds? Is that is that code for like his... Is his, that a sexual thing? Is it? Again, I have so many questions. Because it's a fat lap. I have big thighs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I wouldn't call that me a meaty mound. Maybe you should. Maybe <laughs> you should call your big thighs meaty mounds. Does that no. sound better than thunder thighs? Yeah, it does. Yeah. A meaty mound. Meaty mounds. Ralphie didn't know much better than to pet her. As he did so, he felt a strange attraction arise. Liz arose from Ralph's lap and turned around, 
gazing into Ralphie's dark brown peepers. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the word choice also. Yeah, it, it seems so random too. It's like every other sentence there's like a, a weird word. It's a weird like when you could have used a regular word, they chose something different. Yeah. And like that's how Samus gets pregnant. Yeah. It's like that. And no one says anything. They always assume they use every other word but says, yeah. you know, I think that's a thing with fan fiction. She gave the green-shirted moron a lick on the cheek and smiled. I know which one's Ralphie now. He blushed as his face got closer to the reptile. Liz? Damn it. Okay. Okay, yeah. Liz is the, yeah, Liz, Liz is, is the, the uh, chameleon. The chameleon. And the ringing from the speakers softened as the two finally commenced their perfect kiss. This thing has everything, man. <laughs> It's got dead babies. It's got bestiality. It's got Miss Frizzle doing crack. It's like bestiality with two people. Yeah. Yeah. Because Liz... Liz gets around in this one. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> I think it's a girl. Is it? Yeah. Liz is a girl's name because it's like Elizabeth, right? Yeah, and I remember in the cartoon they'd be like, oh, where's Liz? Where is she? Like they. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Carlos watched the two go at it before looking directly at D.A. I guess you could say that this predicament is pretty, don't do this, Ralph-worthy. Carlos chortled hysterically before before acting upon his words, proceeding to vomit directly onto Dorothy's face, (laughs) covering her purple sweatshirt with his yellow stomach acid, burning her face to the bone in some areas. In fair, I burped the other day, and it was all stomach acid that came up. That's I gross. threw up a little bit in my mouth. It's rough. I once had a Johnny Rockets, and I had yeah. a, like major uh, heartburn. Yeah. And I burped, and it was all stomach acid. Burned my throat, and I had to puke. Puked it all out. Like, I almost... I thought I was going to die because of heartburn one time. Yeah. Where I woke up, and it felt like a heart attack. It so sucks. It's rough. Yeah. It's so bad. The entire stadium... Heaved at his antics, shouted Carlos's name, besides D.A., who was busy literally screaming her face off, flesh dripping from her cheeks like a stick of butter in a microwave. So so Carlos has, uh, like, alien blood stomach alien, acid. Alien blood stomach acid. Uh, <laughs> Paula Dean would be turned on right now. <laughs> Carlos's necrophilia kink kicked in, and he averted his eyes to keep from blushing. To keep his mind off of his hot mess in front of him, he did what he always did whenever he felt hot and heavy. I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. (laughs) He rocked himself back and forth in the fetal position. (laughs) DA paused her screaming to make sure she was hearing more clearly. Her face is melting off, but she wants to know. She wants to know what he's saying. Yeah. You're gay? Dude, that's like my favorite sexual orientation. <laughs> Let's make out. D- uh, uh. Carlos sniffed up his tears. He could finally do this. He'd been practicing making out with the corpse of his dead dog for eons uh. just for this very reason. His teeth still had rotten meat in them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Again, like, I do want to remind people this is clearly a troll. Yeah. Like an edgelord kind of guy. Yeah. It's like, it, but in fairness, it, <laughs> this is funny. It is funny, <laughs> this yeah. This is funny. It's like a, it plays out like a fever dream. It's like if you were to like have like, 
You'd be sick. You'd be watching the Magic School Bus, and then you'd just start hallucinating all these things because you're just so. It is like when I when I got my uh, when I got my wisdom teeth pulled last year. Yeah, the, I was on pretty bad painkillers, and I watched an episode of Family Matters, but it was the episode where like, you know, Family Matters with um with with Urkel. No, not Urkel. It's uh, what was you talking about Willis? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. one. Like the episode, I just happened to watch was the Bicycle Man. Which was teaching kids about child rapists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, you, you've told me about it. That though. shit, like, watching it on drugs and in pain is a weird experience, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's odd. The Hispanic, the, the Hispanic child stuck out his tongue for the barely breathing blonde bitch <laughs> to bite on. <laughs> she ripped it off, but she was hungry anyway, so it really didn't matter in the long run. The two perverts lay in silence tongues in each other's mouths for a good three consecutive hours this is a very strange concert this is little wayne little is wayne nowhere. hasn't taken the stage yet there's they're there for three hours yeah meanwhile ralphie and liz were getting serious doing despicable things to each other all that underage obese child could feel <laughs> He has an issue with everyone. <laughs> was a barrage of pleasure, pain, and scales. <laughs> but mostly the last two. So he felt only pain and scales. <laughs> <laughs> Having never experienced any sort of physical affection in his entire existence, including his birth where his mother screamed louder after giving birth than during... <laughs> That's a good one. That is that's a that's, good bird. Dude, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. That's really funny. He passed it off as merely just the social norm for kinky interaction. <laughs> he could have done without the claws in his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty sure milk wasn't supposed to be red. <laughs> pretty sure. So he's bleeding and he thinks it's milk. Yeah. Um four hours passed and there was still no sign of Lil Wayne. This is a very odd yeah. concert. 90% of the audience had already filed out of the stadium, and the majority of the rest of them were too crunk to move. The atmosphere really needed some livening up. All of a sudden, the lights flashed off, and a small stage in the center of the stadium rose, a purple spotlight shimmering down on it. A single person stood atop the platform, not moving, not breathing. Was it Lil Wayne? A single twitch of the butt cheek later, uh. and the lights all flipped on, revealing an African-American girl twerking, twerking it like none of them had ever seen. She had obvious buttock, buttock implants as her booty rammed the top of the stadium and the bottom of the stadium with each shake. <laughs> the crowd cheered with the enthusiasm of a thousand parents, relieved that they don't have to take their kids to Disney World. One particular lady, though, was a bit skeptical of all the excitement. Holy shit, that's Keisha, Tim Hollard. <laughs> Indeed, the Nicki Minaj lookalike was in fact Keisha. Upon hearing her name, the it, kinky stripper... What? Is Keisha a, a member of the Magic School Bus? Or like a, a cat, like a character? I thought... Let me look that I, I, I assume, when I read this just now, I assume they misspelled Kesha. Oh... Oh. But she also doesn't look like no, Nicki Keisha. Minaj. Yeah, Keisha is. Oh, yeah. shit. That's Keisha. Keisha with oh. her buttock. 
okay. implants. <laughs> um, indeed, the Nicki Minaj lookalike was, in fact, Keisha. Upon hearing her name, the kinky stripper brought her dancing to a halt. She slid the 20 feet down the pole <laughs> and hung her head in shame. All she had ever wanted to do was get away from the madness that was Mrs. Frizzle. And even then, she could not escape. The half-conscious lady stumbled down the stairs, hurling herself into the stadium. She spilled her 128-ounce jug of what probably wasn't fruit punch on herself, banged her foot off of Phoebe, <laughs> who was now muttering something about astrophysics and the theological factors of ent- entomology, and tore her dress off in the ring, feet away from Keisha. Keisha sighed and let her hair down, Damn it, Mrs. Frizzle. I tried to run away from you because your class always bored me. I thought if I learned to get crunk, maybe I would finally be happy. (laughs) 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 All right, so I, I can't scroll down anymore, so we're getting near the end. Mrs. Frizzle smiled sadly, petting the side of the black girl's face. I don't get why... She was proud of her little prodigy, and she took a minute before deciding how to respond to the flattering jewel of passion smiling innocently in front of her. Bitch, if you don't... If you don't... Is this... Okay. It's Mrs. Frizzle. I gotta get in her voice. Gotcha. I love your Miss Frizzle voice, by the way. Bitch, if you don't get in a fucking bus by the count of three... I'm going to jam my fist so far up your ass, you're going to start shitting food you haven't even eaten yet. (laughs) Keisha groaned. See, this is why. But she never finished her sentence because Liz smacked her to the ground and tied her mouth shut with medical tape. Ralphie handcuffed her hands behind her back using Liz's trusty emergency S&M gear kit. (laughs) And Carlos rubbed DA's face on her legs. What? What? Carlos rubbed DA's face on her legs. Oh, okay, okay. I see, I see, I see. Because her face is still melting and shit. So, like, you oh, rub so that acid. She has re- residual acid yeah, on her yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rendering her unable to use her now rotting feet. There we go. Keisha rolled her eyes as they dumped her in the back of the bus like they did with Arnold's adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> He's not an adult, though. He's a kid. <laughs> He's a kid. But, like, it's still... What, Arnold hasn't been there for the past no. ten minutes, and he just brings it back. I thought he was the main character. Because he was... No. Because no? <laughs> he's still at the school with Wanda. With Wanda, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to see Wheezy, Ralphie grumbled, as he took his seat next to Liz, who had jammed her claws into his torn jeans. The entire bus ride back was a conglomeration of angry moans, erotic farts, and Mrs. Frizzle slamming the bus back and forth to try to knock Keisha out with no avail. What the I thought fuck she does wanted Keisha. Sorry, go ahead. What the fuck does erotic farts mean? How? Like, like I can see, like, because last week we talked about, like, shit. Yeah. Like, I can see people getting off on the smell. Gotcha. But I don't know how you fart erotically. Yeah. You know, I could see it being received. I don't see it being put out. Yeah. Yeah. Back at the school, Wanda and Arnold were finishing the touches on his speech to Mrs. Frizzle. When she got back, Arnold was determined to win his spot back in his much beloved classroom. So I guess like their thing was he's trying to make a speech to not 
like to not get killed. Yeah. Because if you remember at the beginning of the story, because they said, "Oh, Mrs. if we Frizzle all go to the concert, we'll come back." Going to come and kill Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I honestly, I thought it was going to be like some weird, like shipping thing, and yeah. I didn't want to get into that when my parents were in the house. <laughs> 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 now say what we worked on, Arnold. Wanda gave him a reach. <gasps> Excuse me. Reassuring thumbs up. Mrs. Frizzle, I know I've been an asshat to you recently about my opinions on your field trips. And that's true. If you watch the Magic School Bus, Arnold was always shitty. He never wanted to go on a field yeah, trip. Yeah, he was a little pussy. Yeah. But I really don't mean it. It's just flirting and shyness because in truth, I really want to rub my hands up your shirt and motorboat those fine tits of yours. <laughs> It's hard for me to be nice to people when I always have this raging boner that nobody will let me whip out. I just want to love you, and I hope you'll reconsider mauling me. (laughs) Wanda gave him a smile. That should win her over. (laughs) Arnold smiled, too. In fact, he pluckered his lips together, leaned in, and, Hey, look, it's the bus! Wanda snapped her head around, breaking Arnold's nose with a fine crack. (laughs) She wasn't sorry. She grabbed Arnold's penis and pulled him out into the front of the school, (laughs) waiting for his teacher to arrive, gun in hand. (laughs) 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 She's so intent on killing him. (laughs) The The bus slowly grinded to a halt in front of the school. Mrs. Frizzle was tired, and she just needed to get up and go to sleep. She stood up and accidentally slammed full speed on the gas pedal, launching the kids into the back of the bus with Keisha. At my old school, we never. Phoebe was cut off by the screaming of the class, including Mrs. Frizzle, who smashed her head into the horn out of sheer annoyance. The class suddenly went silent as they, as they realized just what they had done. They all leaned their heads out of the shattered windows to take a peek at what they hoped was going to be just a coincidence. Arnold was dead. The entirety of the school burst out of the building. Wait, how'd he die? Uh, I'm assuming like Miss Frizzle accidentally ran him over with the bus. Oh, okay. Yeah. The entirety of the school burst out of the building, wielding pinatas, firecrackers, and complimentary champagne. (laughs) (laughs) The battle was finally over. Everybody was crunk. <laughs> and that's um, the end? That is the end. Uh, once again, this is Mrs. Frizzle Gets Crunk, written by No Wind for This Hole, for fanfiction.net, uh, published June 30th, 2013. All right. Some notes. I need to give some notes to we this We can't guy. leave reviews for these people. Um, if I were to leave a review, I would say uh, he really... Um, did not take full advantage of the Magic School Bus's potential. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and Lil Wayne never showed up. I I believe there there was a missed opportunity there with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne could have done some some things with Miss Frizzle yeah. or Keisha or whatever. I <laughs> I do appreciate the uh, the fucking <clears throat> like the waiting for Godot esque plot that was this. Uh, yeah. You know, because if you've read Waiting for Good- for Godot, it's just two guys waiting for Godot that never comes. Yeah, and that's what that's what this kind of was. You know, you think, I think I think this whole thing is an homage. It's a very very complicated, convoluted homage yeah. to Waiting for Godot. Yeah. 
Maybe do maybe this is like some sort of masterpiece. I know it it all sounds like a big pile of silliness. Yeah. Maybe there's something there. Cuz even Arnold and Wanda were waiting for someone in this. Yeah. It's like the entire concept is about waiting and what you do while you wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's have you ever tried to read uh Finnegan's Wake? No. By uh James Royce? No. Makes no sense. Okay. It makes absolutely no sense. It's it's super um like he, it's just hard to read. Like some you of know. the sentences uh, are just hard to understand. The, yeah. the it's and it, it it's circular. Like the the is it well written, or is it like it's because like their books are hard to read because they're well written and it's like yeah non traditional storytelling. Let me uh, it's hard to hear the stall and I'll try and put okay. up like um I'm gonna say this like. I do like fan fiction in general. Like I said, I, I remember when I was really, when I was a kid, uh, Fallout 3 was the first fan fiction, or was the first uh, game that I became obsessed over. And I went and I read a whole bunch of like Fallout fan fiction. And people like made entire like vaults and lore behind those vaults. And that shit's like cool. Yeah. Like that, like, there's a lot of really good and well-written fan fiction. Um, there's also a lot of very strange and odd fan fiction. Yeah, like it's like any medium. It's like any uh, any way of telling a story. Yeah. Um, I do think fan fiction gets a. I said this at the beginning. It gets a bad rap because probably because of what we're doing. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I believe too. Like I would actually that now that you say that you've read some Fallout fan fiction. Yeah. I actually am considering going out and. Uh, uh, going out and like reading these this fan fiction because in playing yeah. the games, it's playing Fallout Four. Yeah, you, you know you see like damn like this world is immense. Yeah, and like even like the side quests are sometimes more intriguing than the main quests, and there's just so much going on. I actually think that Fallout, like a game like Fallout, is is ripe for like um mm -hmm. for like a like a TV adaptation. There, like I don't see why there's there hasn't been like a Fallout TV show. If we're doing in the same like vein of like fan fiction there's a thing called nuka break on youtube yeah it's a comedy based on fallout i'm not i wasn't a huge fan but i appreciated a lot of the things that they did and they had like really good costumes and stuff yeah but the lore that they th that they thought of for the vault that i thought was really cool was um i don't remember what vault it was but it was a vault in which because you know in fallout the vaults weren't they were social experiments yeah they weren't like you weren't you didn't when people went to the vault they weren't there to be safe and stuff they were yeah like very few few of them were like the control vaults and yeah. those were like regular were protecting you from the atom bombs yeah but most of them were like experiments that they were doing on people yeah and the one they did was like the experiment for nuka break was um pushing fast food on people and how do people react to uh, when everyone is morbidly obese? Yeah, you know, and that's like it, it's a it's a sick concept. Yeah, it's like it's a really good concept. Yeah, uh, like I said, I think it was too funny. Yeah, for a Fallout, like for serious Fallout adaptation, and there should be humor in Fallout. Yeah, but it shouldn't be like flat out comedy, which Nuka Break I think yeah. was. You know, wasn't there in Fallout Four? There was a there was a side quest um, where there was a vault. Mm -hmm. Where when the bombs dropped and everyone went into the vault, 
the scientists who were supposed to be in charge of conducting the uh, the social experiment inside yeah. decided not to go through with it, and then that vault ended up becoming like what the vaults were advertised for, where they became like safe havens. I do remember that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and you actually go into the vault, and it's actually like a functioning society where mm-hmm. like the only reason why that vault prospered is because the pe- like the people who were supposed to go through with the experiments killed themselves yeah and didn't go through with the experiments like i think there was that one there's a similar one in um fallout new vegas that's my personal favorite of a vault it was whoever the overseer was which is like the leader yeah he'd be in charge for like a few months and then he'd get killed so then people would have to elect the next overseer. So the elections didn't become about who would be the best leader. It was about who they wanted to get killed. But the thing is, like, if no one elected and they said, no, we'd rather die. Yeah. Because if you don't elect an overseer or, like, a sacrifice, then everyone, then, like, gas would come and kill everybody. Yeah. Um. If you didn't elect anyone to be sacrificed... It turns out that the gas wasn't real. It was just to see what people would do wow. in that kind of situation. Yeah. And it's like, that's a super cool... That is. And you see the breakdown of society when yeah. that happens. I fucking love Fallout, man. Yeah, like the, I do too. Like, I would always like fi- like finding the vault and seeing like, oh, okay, like mm-hmm. where what went wrong here, what happened, and reading all those logs and stuff. It's it's a great universe. I think there's there should be more done with it, you know? Not just like the games and stuff, but... Like I said, I think it's like ripe for adaptation. Whether it be like book, books yeah. or shows, whatever. Like somebody should really, really do something with that entire universe. And it's it, like, like I said, the fan fiction from what, from what I've read, is usually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Because like each vault can be its own like little science fiction short story. Like, like a lot. You know, like the the the, the short story, the lottery. Yes, yeah. like that. it's I like every vault can like be that. It's just yeah. so. It's just cool. I like it. It's yeah. it's full of cool stuff, and also when you play the games, you get to have big guns, and there's <laughs> explosions, and there's atom cool bombs. Mo- atom yeah. bombs, and there's cool monsters you can fight. I agree. It it, it satisfies the inner child and the inner intellectual. Intellectual, yeah, yeah, I agree. And I found Finnegan's Wake. I found the first few, uh, the first page. Google Books. Google Books has Finnegan's Wake by James Joyce. All right. Uh-huh. Are, are you ready? Yeah, read a line for All me. All right. This is the first sentence of Finnegan's Wake. River run past even atoms from swerve of shore to bend of bay brings us by a commodious vicus of recirculation <laughs> back to Houth Castle and environs. Sir Tristam, Valois de Mars, for over the short sea, had passing core, re-arrived from North America on this side, the scraggy isthmus of Europe Minor, to wilder fight his pencilate war, nor had topsires rocks by the stream of Okini exaggerated themselves to Lawrence County's Gorgios while they went Dublin, their mupper all the time, nor a voice from a fire. Bello said, Mishy, Mishy, to Toff Toff. Thardorat Pekerikt, not yet, through Venison after, had a Kitzgad befund a bland old Isaac, not yet, through All's Fair and Venesi, where Swasi, Thessers, Roth, 
from Tuan, Nathan, Joe, Rada Peck, and Paul's Malt had Jim or Shen brewed by Arclike and Rory End to Regenbrow was to be seen. Ring some on the Aquaface. Those are the two first paragraphs of Finnegan's Wake. I don't know what you just said. I don't know what I just said either, but that's literature. <laughs> yeah. It's strange. It's, is, yeah. Because James Joyce art wrote what people consider to be like the greatest novel of like the, the 20th century, which is Ulysses. Right, right, right. Which had, which started out with, had like a whole stream, stream of consciousness. And then mm-hmm. after that, he wrote this, which is basically him. <laughs> I don't know, but. People like uh, like a lot of scholars and shit read this book and they say like no this is actually like a it's genius it's genius yeah but then again there's this and then there's Miss Frizzle gets crunk so I don't know dude I understood the story of Miss Frizzle gets crunk though yep yeah so we're like running yeah it's like an hour and a half now yeah it's uh, we're at an hour and twelve minutes maybe we should wrap this up yeah I think it's time so um. Next week, I think we'll do the first few chapters of Sonic High School. Yeah, and I think next week we're gonna have our first guest. I was gonna say if if we don't go through all of the chapters of um of Sonic High School, like next week, yeah. we sh- if we don't, if we're not able to get the same guest the week after, we should have an like we should have a guest yeah. to round out the entire saga of Sonic High School. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. So, all right. My name is Victor Wright. My name is Daniel Farias. And this has been It's an Adventure. Um, We'll see you guys later. See you. Bye.